All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Unprepared. We're going to keep doing these. Uh, I'm going to let everyone know now. Um, I think this is going to be another weekly weekly release uh, now that we've gotten into the the process of it. And that's a good segue, a uh, forced segue, maybe, uh, to today's guest. Today, we're welcoming to the show Brittany Dixon, another Ohioan. Ooh, got a lot of Ohioans coming up. And uh, she's coming from Process for Profit. Uh, and she also... Is it Brittany & Company? Is, is, your, is your parent business? Yep. Brittany & Co. is the main brand and then Process for Profit's kind of an arm underneath of that. Cool. So uh, why? how does that work? What's a, what's, how does Process help me get profit in my business? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I do consulting, but I also do the education piece on it. So all things backend operations, systems, processes, uh, efficiency, and productivity. Um, so really helping people to streamline all their backend processes so that they can be more efficient in what they do and serve more people and make more money. Yeah, so I have a lot of understanding on what you're talking about here, but I'm going to try to play dumb for everyone that is a little newer to the game. Yeah. So why does efficiency matter? Yeah. So I mean, we all have the same amount of time in the day, right? And we need to make sure that we're doing the most efficient things to get to our goals. So a lot of times people are wasting a bunch of time in the back end of their business by not having streamlined workflows or documented processes that allow them to get the most out of their day. Yeah. And I think that even goes as far, far as like when you don't have those processes, you can't delegate that work either. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you can hustle your way to six figures by yourself, but if you're trying to scale and you're trying to bring on team members, you have to have documented processes if you want it to be done consistently and the same way that you would do it. Oh, yeah. So with uh, a lot of our listeners have e-commerce brands. Have you worked much in that space? Yeah. So I actually deal mostly in the service-based industry. I have done a couple of things in the e-commerce side, but for the most part, processes are pretty straightforward across the board. You just have a little bit different systems that you have to do as far as like inventory and things as far as the product side goes. But um, across the board, processes are going to be very, very similar for each type of business. So what do you think is some of the lowest hanging fruit for someone that is a hustler? They've found their initial success. They've, they've got a business now. What is it? like After the first year, you, like, you actually have a business because you're usually going to fail. So we're going to say that that's where they're at in their business. Uh, what are some of the things that most people are overlooking that they can just get off their plate? Yeah, um, a lot of like the client onboarding pieces in the service side of the business, the person that is doing the service for them doesn't really need to do the onboarding side in collecting information and things like that. And then as far as on e-commerce side, the customer service side of things, right? So um, having somebody to take over like a help desk or questions or those types of things, those are the first things that should be outsourced. You should not be doing that type of stuff. Oh my god! I hear that so much. Brand owners, yeah. they're like, I can't give up Instagram. I need to be in the DMs. I need to be, you know, I need to have my finger on the pulse with my customer. Which, yeah, I can see why you want to be there, but you don't need to be answering those questions. Yep. You can be skimming through it and absorbing that feedback to help make informed decisions to like grow your product line or whatever. But like, you don't need to be doing all the answers. Ninety percent of the answers are going to be the same answer. They are. And everything is templatized and you can create template emails, template responses, template everything. Um, and you're still in control of that, right? So you're still the person that's in control of what that message looks like, but you're able to pass that off to somebody on a lower level. Awesome. So what's uh, what's kind of a process that you've helped on recently that's a little outside the box that's just you know fun that you think is worthwhile to share? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, so I focus a lot in the project management space. So project management, and then um, a lot of the sales processes and those types of things. Um, but working with a lot of these companies now and trying to scale one of the things that I'm loving doing is starting to add on courses and membership sites for people. Um, and once they've kind of streamlined their processes and have time to free up uh, doing one on one work, they're then able to scale their impact and their income by creating these courses that are able to be sold kind of on autopilot once you get that marketing down. Well, now we have something to talk about after this because that is the goal yeah. <laughs> of our podcast. So look at that, guys. I'm getting sold. This is fun. <laughs> Love it. So in in uh, in getting kind of your foot in the door with processes, where do I start? What's like just the like what can I do after this podcast to go and kind of start this process of product of processing my my workflows within my business? You just got to start documenting stuff. If you've never done anything, get a notebook that literally says workflows on it and start writing down the step-by-step -step process for everything that you do. Um, another piece of that is starting to use screen recording softwares like Loom or Screencast-O-Matic and just walking through that so that you can say, hey, I need you to do this and this is exactly the way that I do this. So really just a lot of it's your mindset switch too. You have to think in processes and systems because if you're going to scale in any capacity, you have to have that stuff. So just getting in the mindset of instead of just doing it, documenting while, while you're doing it, it's going to help you tremendously in the long run. Let me ask an expert here. So I've got a process within my business and there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of variables, a lot of conditional logic. Uh, if you start thinking about it in a, in a robotic sense, you know, that's going to take me forever to make that entire process, write it down. You know, what do I just do? I just put in the work and wait till it's done or do I get started sooner with just parts of it? How do I, how do I go about these big giant processes? Yeah. Just get started. Just take chunks at a time. Uh, I actually used to be a home organizer and I organized people's houses. And like you think about your junk drawer, right? Like it's all of these things. You just dump it out and you have to start somewhere. You have to start in one specific area. So, um, it, and the thing is too, if you're starting to do these smaller bits and pieces of this, it's going to allow you to then put those puzzle pieces together into a bigger picture. What's your thoughts on... Uh I already know your answer, but I have to ask it just because I want to rub. I want to rub <laughs> this in someone's face. Uh, what's your thoughts on edge cases? On what? Like edge cases of like things that are only going to happen once in a blue moon. I mean, they still have to be documented. Yeah. Yeah. But is it worth sitting down and thinking about all the edge cases, or just dealing with them when they come? I think dealing with they dealing with them when they come, but documenting every time that happens, just so that you have that for the next time, and you're not having to sit down and document it next time it happens. You gave me the answer I wanted, I guess. I just think it, I, so. My thought on that is, I, I I don't think it's worthwhile to sit there and think of every weird iteration of your process that might occur. That's wasting time when you could be selling or producing yep. that for your clients. And when it happens, you're going to know exactly what needs to happen and then just add that into the process. Then I think it's not worthwhile to like yep. think of every different iteration of what's, what could possibly happen. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we've got about two and a half minutes left here. If people are picking up what you're putting down and they want to hear more from you, where should they go? How do they learn more? Yeah. So I hang out most on Instagram. So it's brittanyandco.consulting is my handle. Um, Processforprofit.co. I've got all kinds of goodies over there. I've got my podcast. I have a bunch of freebies and downloads with different process templates and things like that. Um, and then I also have a free webinar 
And it's the uh, four-part framework for working on your business instead of in your business and stop letting things slip through the cracks. So, Awesome. Everyone, go check out our podcast. I know I'm going to be subscribing later on today. Uh, and thanks for paying attention to my random videos I started putting out. These are growing really fast <laughs> and I'm super excited about it. And uh, to let everyone know, there is an extremely efficient process behind these videos and behind the podcast. And it's how we can produce so much content. So again, it just goes back to making sure you're writing on your processes and getting it all kind of set in stone and delegated out. For sure. I, w- I would not have had a podcast without an efficient podcast workflow. It is a well-oiled machine. I can record all the content for the month and it is done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this... This little video series launched as a response to COVID uh, because we're so ahead on the podcast. We're literally two and a half months ahead on the podcast, so I couldn't be I couldn't be kind of timely even if I wanted. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going to be happening in two and a half months. Uh, so this is this happened, and it honestly it was a copy and paste of that workflow, and I just swapped some stuff out and was like, "All right, we're good to go. Let's run." Yep, but you were able to create something new that quickly because you had processes in place. Absolutely, Brittany. Thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me.